Hello everybody and welcome back to the Stories of the UO. I'm your host Gabriella Scrow and today I am joined by my dear friend Owen Garvey. Owen is a sophomore in the Cinema Studies major here at the university. He has a passion for filmmaking and just last spring produced a 17-minute short film called Million Dollar Josh. I call him my friend because I met Owen over the summer when we studied abroad on the UO Geo Cinema Studies in Dublin trip and took classes at the Irish Institute of Art, Design, and Technology. Owen, thank you so much for being here today. It's so great to see you. Thanks for having me, Gabs. I'm really excited to uh, share some knowledge and just have a little chat. Awesome. I want to start off by asking you to tell us a little bit about Million Dollar Josh. Like, maybe give us a little synopsis as well as how you got the idea. For sure. So, Million Dollar Josh is about this guy. His name is Josh. And he has sort of like a stoner roommate um, who sort of uh, reveals to him that he's wanted throughout the school. He found a wanted poster that says, wanted for a million dollars, Josh. Hence, Million Dollar Josh. So, he spends the majority of the short film getting from one side of campus to the other while running through a lot of Eugene characters and trying to just survive the day. Yeah, it was it was real fun to make. I wrote it with my roommate, who also stars in it, Reese. <laughs> and it was a real fun process. We wrote it in about two days, did not edit it at all. So it's kind of a rough script, um, but I feel like we learned a lot through the process of just trying to make this short film in a few weeks at the end of the spring term. Yeah, and so this was not the first short film you've ever made, or was it like the first one you've made of this length? It was definitely the first one that I made at this length. I've sort of made some like fantasy basketball sort of short skits with my friends, but I'd never taken a project on about this size. Um, And I was really inspired to do so because I was taking a production class for the first time, and I had access to film equipment for the first time at UO, which I think is a little ridiculous. But that's not the point. Um, So I decided I would love to use this great opportunity of having equipment to sort of test my feet in the water and see what I can do as a filmmaker so far. Um, And I definitely learned so much throughout the process that I think the next large or major production that I have will just be completely different. Yeah. So you say this is not the first short film you've ever made. Do you remember the first little video you made or what got you really interested in filmmaking? Yeah. So, well... What got me really interested in film, I used to be a huge athlete, I guess, and I got hurt, and so I realized that I needed a hobby or something that I enjoy, and so that's I started watching movies with my dad, and I kind of realized that I've been making sort of films in some sense or the other for my whole life. When I was younger, we would go to Thanksgiving with my cousins, and we would sort of grab the iPad, hit up iMovie, and try to make like a little short film. So the first one was, I don't remember what it's called, but it was about this turkey who comes alive on Thanksgiving and terrorizes this family. But it was, it was super fun. It was a great, it was a great sort of introduction. And I, looking back, I'm not realizing that we were making short films for a long time before I knew I was actually interested in this subject. You just recently got a job working with video production around the university. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So I just got a job working for the Center for the Study of Women at the UO. It's a research institute that sort of gives students grants based on their work and their merit. Um, And they also invite a lot of powerful uh, women speakers to come to the school and sort of give interviews and have live Q&As and showcase their work as a way to um, empower women as a whole. 
So I just recently got this job as a video editor and uh, interviewer, kind of. So what that will entail is uh, sort of before these events with these powerful women, we will, I will, I'll have the camera and then my partner, probably Janae Wild or Eric, will sort of ask these women the interview questions. And then so we'll do that short thing. Then I'll capture some B-roll at the actual event. And then I'll edit together and put it on their website. But it's been a, it's been a really cool experience so far. I feel like I've been learning a lot. Just more, like a more um, focused approach to fem- feminism and sort of learning about that a little bit better has been really interesting. And then just sort of editing in a professional setting more so than I have been has been really in- interesting too. Yeah, for sure. That sounds like you're getting a lot of professional experience that's going to help you when you go into the film industry, which is what I'm assuming your career goal is. Yeah, for sure. For Um, sure. Yeah. So speaking of like going into the workforce, especially in the film industry, uh, right now some people are worrying about the job security in that industry because of chat GPT and AI, especially with things like the writer's strike. How do you feel as a student who's about to go into this industry like when we're graduating in a few years? Well, um, I'm very anti-AI and ChatGPT. Um, I think if you would talk to any of my friends, they would know that I have this very strong opinion about this. And I think part of that is because there's no creativity and there's no actual work in using these programs. And I think that's a huge part about creating is having this sort of human element. Like they can't produce jokes that are funny they not that I can either but you know they can't develop real feelings to right now at least um but I'm very against it and I think that it's detrimental a little bit to us as a whole because it it's sort of a really easy shortcut and so some people will abuse these machines to sort of get ahead and I'm an optimist so I kind of I'm hoping that uh people who have the merit and who have the skills will be able to reach higher than those who take the easy shortcuts because if you have a strong belief in yourself and you have a strong belief in your work, then I hope that you would be able to find success in whatever way. And my sort of belief for this is rooted in a lot of uh, success for a lot of indie films because if they're, if they're really passionate about their idea and they need their idea to succeed, they're going to find a way to succeed. And so that's really inspiring to me. And so I think, and so part of that too is sort of the breakaway from the traditional studio p- pipeline of like, oh, you start off as a PA on this tiny job and then you sort of grow, grow, grow over many of years. I'm seeing that happen less and less because people are getting better with using their technology at a younger age. And so they're able to harness their stories, harness their creative ideas and start making things sooner taking control being the director's role from the start and not having to start from the bottom so I think it's really interesting how the landscape has sort of changed a little bit yeah so you would say you've you have hope for the future of film yeah I definitely do I'm I've like this just this year 2023 we've seen the best year in movies in a really long time I've sort of I've been so lucky to go to the theaters and just see like banger after banger um and that's not nothing I think there's a lot of the old Hollywood directors like Michael Mann, Martin Scorsese, you know, what have you. A lot of these old directors who are sort of coming back for their last hurrah. But you're seeing a lot of, like, a rise of a lot of new directors that are sort of surging up. And that's really inspiring. I think it's really inspiring. And 
I'm excited to see what the new directors are going to do, and I'm excited to see what my peers at UO are going to do because I think we have a. I think this this class in particular, 2026, uh, is a lot of go getters. So I'm I'm pretty excited to see sort of the future of movies moving forward. And we'll start to wrap up right here. But before I go, I want to ask. You mentioned that you learned a lot of lessons making your short film. You've been doing filmmaking for a pretty long time. So if you have any words of wisdom to share with budding filmmakers or aspiring creatives, what's your advice? I would say the biggest thing is don't try to do it all yourself. Um, writing, so for Million Dollar Josh, I co-wrote it, I directed it, I did all the casting, I did all the producing, I did all the editing. I also tried to do all of the filming, and it was too much. I was too connected to the project, and it didn't look how I wanted it to look, and that's partially because you need to bring other people on. Use your resources. Use the people around you. I used my roommate. I used my roommate's friend who he met at introduction, who's now one of my best friends. I used his other friend that he met at introduction, who's also one of my best friends. I found a girl in Spanish class who was, who won this award, whatever. And so she became my DP and AD. And by bringing these people on, I was able to sort of have like a more smooth production. And so I definitely just think the biggest thing is don't try to do it all yourself because I did. It doesn't work. You can do it and have it work in some context. But if you want to go big, you need other people to share the load. It just you can't do it all alone. Yeah, that's a very useful piece of advice that I can definitely uh, I can definitely take that and learn from that. Um, so, Owen, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this and be here with me. Go for projects from Owen Garvey. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Stories of the UO. I'm Gabriella Scrow, and we'll see you next time.